Welcome to the Hell Spiritual Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Amit. And I'm your other host, Jose. And today, we actually have a special guest on set today. Ooh, who is that? How's it going, everyone? What's your name? Name's uh, Christian Lopez Peña. Peña. Peña, gotta add the Peña in there. I know you do. Emphasize <laughs> <laughs> that last part, huh? Well, yeah, gotta let people know who I am, where I'm from. Okay, hey. give us a little background of who you are, where you're from. Where you from, foe? Where I'm from? <laughs> uh, I'm from the Bay Area. Grew up Yay. in the San Francisco Bay Area. Uh, a lot of people know me, uh, or at least know that I'm from Richmond and Vallejo. Richmond. Richmond. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm a scientific researcher. A lot of my work is in genetics, and I also do photography as a kind of a hobby, a little mini passion that I have. That's a little bit about me. Okay. Okay. Well, thanks for inviting me on. You too. Of course, brother. Um, <clears throat> so usually we don't normally have a third person into our sessions, but um, the way we wanted to do it is just, you know, have Christian check in with him, you know, introduce himself a little bit. And then after that, we're just all kind of checking in with what's coming up for us and what's life's been like. And, and kind of, I guess, just have a real talk session since... This is a little different for us. It's kind of like a little test run to see how we like a third third party. It's, mm-hmm. a, pi- it's a pilot. It's a pilot. Pilot series. So pilot, we yeah. may have more. We'll see. Yeah. Oh, it depends what we like Christian on the podcast. We like <laughs> we, we, we <laughs> might allow like to come up. Ooh. <laughs> Awkward. Awkward. Right. But, oof. Oof. Okay. Oof. So with that being said, let's check in. Jose, how are you doing this week? Oh, this man. month. This month. Bro. Sorry. Oh, it's wow. It's been, whew. okay, I, I can only remember a week ahead, a week behind, um, a week ago, um, dogs are barking now. What was that? Go ahead. Continue. Oh. continue. Um, yeah, this week was, last week it's been a lot, um, as some of you guys already knew, um, I had my niece, my niece passed away two months ago. And so we finally had the view in the funeral and it was hard, you know, being there. I was scared going to it because I thought it was going to be open casket. And like like the last time I seen it was like six years ago. So in my head, I'm like, fuck, like, how's she going to look? Like, what, like, how am I going to respond? Like, am I going to fucking like break down? Like, like, just like didn't know how to like think right. And so when I got there, I... I did a little grinding resource where, um, you know, I put one hand in the heart, one hand in the belly, and I just start breathing into my body and just reminding myself that I'm safe. There's no danger. I'm just having a a human experience, human feelings coming up. It's okay. And, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it was hard. It was hard. Um, like I said, I haven't seen her in six years and just being there and knowing that she's in a casket and I can't see her. It was like, just like a weird feeling. It's like, like, like how you supposed to feel like, um, and yeah, like I, I like broke down, I cried and which was really good for me because I, I don't cry a whole lot, but I um, just allow myself to be present with the moment. And what was present for me was to be sad and cry. And so I just allow myself to do that. Um, 
And honestly, that was like that was like last Thursday and Friday, and and Saturday was a lot of coaching, and it was family party, and then back to work friends on barbecue so i was like exerting a lot of energy i was with a lot of people and i like i kind of crashed um this come this past tuesday um goddamn alarm car (laughs) um it was just a lot i just decided to take a mental day off on wednesday because i needed it it's just i exerted so much energy i was around a lot of people i was very emotional um, and I just needed some time for myself. And so I just listened to my body and was like, oh, wow, I need some rest. I need to take it easy. So I told my boss, like, hey, I need a day off. He was like, all right, cool. He's like, actually, you need a week off, Jose. Like, you need a whole week. Like, he suggested that I need a whole week. And that's because I've just been doing so much. I've been go, 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 go for a long time, especially since I started school three months ago. It's like nonstop. Um, so... But yeah, it was a interesting way because that happened, and then like, like yesterday, I set some boundaries with my spiritual advisor, uh, and that shit was like hard as fuck. Cause like you know, the way I view him is like a father figure. I didn't grow with a father, and when I got sober, he helped me through hell of shit, and I listened to everything he told me to do. Cause I didn't know any other better. I didn't I didn't know how to make decisions for myself. So, but as I'm growing into my own person, I starting to have some kind of in, inner wisdom within myself. I'm trusting myself more because I never, I didn't even know how to do that before. I didn't know how to trust myself because uh, my decisions always led me to shitty situations. <laughs> like I didn't, I didn't have any trust within myself. And so there's been this current theme with him where he throws like subtle jabs at me and I don't voice my truth with him. I just like, ignore it or i just do what he tells me to do and i just kind of had it yesterday i was like nah fuck that shit like this is not in line with me i don't i'm not okay with this so um i had a coaching session <laughs> and i talked about it and he's like well we have to do a non-violent communication and i was like fuck so in this communication you do you state out the observation you state out the feeling the need that was not met and then you put out a request so that's what they call nonviolent communication because you're not attacking the person. You're just observing the situation. So in this case, I was like, hey, when I saw you, when I read your message, I felt irritated, uneasy because I am needing respect in my life's decisions. And then I requested, will you be willing to ask me first if I need advice or not? And I was just like, oh, shit. Like for me to say that shit to him, it was like fucking hard. Um, and so I had the conversation. We kind of got back. We were going at it for a while. I was charged up. He was charged up. And we just weren't seeing eye to eye. And I think I was, it's the fact that I respect them and I looked at them too much, so much that like I f- finally stood up for myself. And that's something I've never been able to do, given, like, my situation with, like, the way I grew up. Like, I never stood up for myself with my mom. I did once, 
and that shit was hard. <laughs> she still beat the shit out of me after that. But like, <laughs> it's like, I just had this, this thing. I was like, I don't know how to stand up for myself. So I'm just going to do what people tell me to do. And that comes into like the people pleasing tendencies, like the Mr. Nice guy. If I just do the right thing, like I will get what I eventually want to get, but it's not always healthy at all. Actually, a lot of times that's never healthy at all. Um, <clears throat> So me stepping into my power and like telling them like, this is how I feel. And he's like, well, this is how I feel. I'm like, I, I hear you, but like, I'm not what you think I am anymore. I'm not this little kid. I didn't say it like that, but the way we, we were just hella charged up. <laughs> we're going at it. And he was trying to tell me his viewpoint. I was like, I get what you're saying, but this is where I'm at. And, and he said, don't forget where you come from. I was like, I'm not like saying that I'm ungrateful of all the things you've done for me. I'm just letting you know where I stand. And I was like, I said, like, you know what? We're not seeing eye to eye. Look, we have to agree to disagree. All I ask is a small request. If you want to give me some advice or your opinion, I would prefer if you ask me first. And that's it. That's all I ask. That's it. And he's like, all right, I'll do that. And I was like, oh shit, bro. I was like shaking. Like my heart was raising. I was like, oh fuck. Like I finally stood up for myself. Like I voiced what the fuck was going on and what was not okay with me. Would you say that feeling was empowering to you? Bro, I, I haven't felt this empowered in a long time. I was just like... Met your edge and you're walking through Bro, that was the fucking edge. Like, stepping into that power, I was like, oh, wow, like, I can actually do this. Oh, wow, like, he may not agree with it, but it's in line with my truth and what feels right with me. So, dude, that was, and I went to a meeting last night and I spoke and they gave me a mic and I was like, I shouldn't give me no mic. I'm going to go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> acting a fool. I was acting a fool. But it was beautiful to share my experience around this because the meeting that I was in, it was, um, it was a recovery-based meeting and everyone there has a spiritual advisor. And I told him, I was like, how many of you guys have set boundaries with your spiritual advisor? I like 30 people. There's only two people that raised their hands. And I was like, that's fucking hard because the way we're conditioned to do things in that recovery base is we listen to everything what they suggest. And I'm just like, I'm not in line with that anymore. You know? So anyways, so that was my whole week. I can't remember three weeks behind back. I, I just can't remember that far back, dude. I'm like, I don't know what I did, but, um, I feel grateful. I feel blessed. Um, just this new fucking power that i feel dude it's just like shit this is dope as fuck it's like me reparenting my inner child that did not have a voice could not stand up for himself i'm doing that shit for him now and i think that's the beauty in all this that i've been experiencing i'm i'm just a spiritual being having a human experience <laughs> like that's all we are and it's beautiful so um I know I spoke a lot, but yeah, that's where I'm at, dude. It's a lot going on, family dynamics, my niece dying and the viewing and going through that and like having this experience. Um, I'm sure there's a lot more shit that's happened. I just can't remember. But those are like the main things that kind of stick out to me in the last week or so. Thank you for sharing that. And I want to honor you for walking through a bunch of it's just a lot of edges in, in what you said, dude. And like, I see what you're going through in this past month 
you're meeting that edge and pushing it consistently doing that to the point like where uh starting up that men's group yeah started on Cinco de Mayo which is like you know about a month ago a month ago um so thank you for sharing that meeting that edge is like high key important and like you you're always telling me that it's like bro it's the edge find the edge we do the edge you end up doing that Ric Flair. We're not, no, don't do it. We're not don't, doing it. Don't do that in Derek's ears. <laughs> Derek's like taking out the headphones. Dude, I did that last time. It was so loud. <laughs> Anyways, um, what's the last month been like for me? Um, we'll start off with that men's group. Because uh, we've been talking about that for a while and like a group of uh, mutual friends. You put it out there of we want to start having this men's group and just meeting and reading some insightful books that you've come across in your own endeavors. And from that, like, I mean, we hosted here in the same spot we do the podcast. I'm like, well, it's in my living room. Like, obviously I'm a 10 and like, it's a good catalyst for me to get out of my day to day and get some grounding in. Right. Yeah. Dog. The dog wants attention. Bro, go get the squirt gun and squirt him. No, that was the dog on the roof. This is the dog on the floor. <laughs> that's a different dog bro it's cause the, the, the neighbors are having a get- gathering and like the dog is like there's a people I want attention give me attention yip 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 sounds like me <laughs> oof oof we get real <laughs> give me attention you wanna have an intervention what's going on with the dog so I want attention with that group being um coming together it's 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 something that i look forward to every week which is kind of refreshing because like for the longest time i haven't been looking for something looking forward to something right there's that initiation into there's a group we're getting together for a common purpose to uplift one another hold each other accountable and all that stuff the weeks prior to that it was just go 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 go. and there was like no celebrating no initiation of anything so the past few months sort of seemed like a blur. There's things that happened. I just don't recall what they were. Just like you're saying, I only remember what happened last week because you went through a lot, right? Um, I do also uh, want to mention like one of the things that I walked through about meeting like at Sedge around the career-wise and the job. Um, I had a disagreement with one of my direct supervisors and we were in like a one-on-one meeting to the point where I ended up breaking down and the derivative of it was, I felt I wasn't supported in my role considering like, you know, we're nearing the opening of all these, um, places and things so that there's more people to hire and then there's more people working. And my job is primarily the facilitator of the whole company. So with that, I needed assistance and I felt like I wasn't getting supported in that. So through that conversation, um, one, he realized where I was coming from. So then we're like, okay, we need to, we're going to hire someone else to assist you. I'm like, cool. And then I'm like, I'm going to train them. But from that conversation, I realized that I have outgrown that place. And that's where there was a mental shift. I had it for, for me at that point, I had to reach that point, walk through that. And then the final result was like, I don't feel supported. Right. So it goes back to like, what's, what kind of environment do I want to, have around myself that's conducive to my growth so then it spawned two weeks of research and like just putting myself out there on like linkedin and like glassdoor and like all these other applications for a specific position i want to get into which is a 
uh, full stack web developer and software programmer, right? Um, actually, right after this, I'm gonna go and apply for like a whole bunch of jobs, just like <laughs> with the resume. Shoot them up. You know what I mean? So shoot them up. Anyways, uh, after that meeting, I did the research of forming my own company, and as of June first, two days ago, e. um, my company's actual legal entity is a corporation. E. So this Let's is like celebrate. a step forward. Celebrate. And I'm just like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't know. You, what the you're fuck. doing the thing. Yes, you can do tax write-offs now. That's what you're doing. <laughs> yes, that, that was one of the benefits that I ended up looking up, and also like the if I want to touch on like the inner child a little bit was I got excited because I'm like oh this opened up opportunities for me to uh, attain some of the goals that I want to right between auto shop or some media collective and like the uh, independent dev shop like stuff is possible and now the second phase of the work is all the legal, legal paperwork so I can start contracting out work and then I walked through a second round of fear at my job, which is I told them I'm going to be leaving the job, which in my head, telling an authoritative figure, I, I put, you know, place a little as like my mom's or something like that's scary. Similar to like how you, you were talking to your spiritual advisor, i.e. like the father sort of figure. Like I was like, oh, you're not going to accept me if I say I'm going to quit. Yeah. I'm going to quit before you say anything. <laughs> I'm gonna feel the fuck. That's what my brain says. Yeah. But I just had a conversation. I was like. I am looking for other jobs. I'm actively start looking for other jobs at this place. And the guy's like, cool. Well, thank you for letting me know. Thank you for uh, giving us ample time to hire someone else and train them. That way I could send you off with actual praise and glory. Like, I hope you do well. And I felt so supported from me voicing what was going on with me. Like, this is not who I was two years ago, three years ago, right? I'm stepping into that worth. I'm owning it. And now I'm kind of here and I'm, pretty good you know i've walked through a lot of stuff this past month and it came to a head of this paying off in a sense and i'm just kind of along for the ride and it's kind of fun well that just shows the work that you you've been doing the last two years you know that self-worth that we talked about the inner work whereas allowing you to step into this part which is Exactly what I'm doing too. <laughs> <laughs> what is it co like Mass and Kip stuff talking like about co-regulation? Co yeah. yeah. Other than that, like I, I don't know what else. Those are the the key points mm -hmm. to keep it brief. Yeah. Nice. Oh, those Congrats! Good. Congrats on all those accomplishments. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. that's awesome. It's beautiful to see that process because I've been seeing you like, oh, I got this recruit, I got this recruit, and like. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, just do what's in front of you. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm doing. I had to go in the room, and he's just like. Oh, you guys can't. People, they're listening. Can <laughs> I hear me? I know. I'm always trying to demonstrate that. <laughs> and I go in there. And he's just looking at the screen. He's like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm scared. And I had to like, you know, just talk to him a little bit about it. But like, it was like, dude, just do it. Send it. Send it. Fully send it energy. Yeah. I'll make that a hashtag. Full send yeah. energy. Full send. Full send. Yeah, so Are you going to full send it, Christian? Full send it. Yeah, I could check in. I don't yeah. mind checking in. Let people know what's up. <laughs> what's up? Um... <laughs> How's it going? Um, Hell yeah. Well, I wasn't here last week or last month, but as everyone knows, COVID, at least in the U.S., is opening up in the Bay Area. It's been a learning process for everyone. Um, learning about ourselves, kind of the importance of being whole with oneself, you know, understanding oneself a little bit more. So COVID has been that for me. 
Um, it started out me picking up old passions. So photography was one of them. Um, reconnecting with friends and then seeing what's been happening those past few months. Uh, but recently, I guess to start out with the, what happened last month, uh, I got some pretty devastating news kind of relating to personal health. So doctor found some concerning stuff and, you know, I've been checking in more with, with the doctors taking their advice. I don't really want to touch too much into it. Um, but yeah, it's been pretty rough navigating the whole situation. Um, I try to reach out to friends, families, therapists, etc. Try to help me understand what's happening kind of with medication, getting involved and all this other, you know, pharmaceutical endeavors. It's been rough. It's been definitely rough and taxing. Um, that's kind of the health aspect, uh, the relationship aspect. Um, you know, I've been losing a lot of friends in that process, reaching out, um, could be too emotional people have their own things going on i understand so having to deal with someone else having a crisis isn't always most people aren't equipped to handle that situation um this is why there's professionals counselors therapists uh, that people reach out to um but yeah it's been rough navigating that entire situation um, but i've been focusing more on my work on my passions, like photography, um, cars, working more on my car, you know, these little tiny projects that I can keep myself off of this other, you know, this other thing that's in the back of my head always, um, kind of this spooky ghost that's looming over my shoulder and trying not to focus on it and focus more on myself, you know, and then around that time, I met both of you. So it was, you can kind of say it was, uh, getting out of my comfort zone a bit, um, reaching out to two people who also kind of preach about men's health and men's awareness, you know, around this, this space. Um, you could say it could be a spiritual thing. Um, you know, kind of things aligned, you could say, and it's been pretty cool meeting you guys, hanging out with you too. Um, you know, last week hung out with Jose. We took a couple pictures when he was going through uh, his little spiel. When he was taking a couple days off of work. So we connected a little bit about some of the things going on in our life. And the mit, met mit again this week. Kind of discussing some of the topics here and kind of related to, you know, us both kind of being introverted not really wanting to put ourselves out there. And then this kind of space allows me to put myself out there and similar to admit, you know, he's kind of using this as a form of empowerment. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. So thank you guys for having me on again. Of course, brother. <laughs> and it's funny cause, um, the way we met is through like Instagram. <laughs> yeah. The way we met is through Instagram, <laughs> through our shared hobby of photography. Yeah. So I don't know if you want to, discuss more about that i know you talked well, about it a bit on your, your podcast earlier chime in real quick thank you for 
expressing that yeah bro thank it's, you it's for a pleasure to have you on and like have this as like the pilot episode pioneering on a yeah. evolution of the hell spiritual podcast e- second note is like i remember jose talking about oh this, this dude christian he's hella good if like these photos are dope and he was like let's just all go shooting and like i'm like cool i want to you know inner child i want to play yeah right and he's like so where are we meeting here he's like oh he's gonna come by and i'm like i had the realization that this is meeting someone online and they come to your house. Yeah, it's a stranger. <laughs> Do you remember growing up in an age where the, your parents were like, don't danger. go outside at night, don't talk to strangers, don't answer the phone. Don't get in the car. Don't get in the car. Don't give what they eat, give you to eat. Yeah. Now we're door dashing, Tinder in, freaking doing all these other backwards. It's flipped upside down. That, that's where my brain went with that. I appreciate that that interaction happened. Yeah. <laughs> But I do want to second that. It's like I appreciate you coming on the on the show and like being vulnerable and sharing some stuff that you're struggling with, and that just enhances uh, our messages. Like of as men sharing our truth, sharing like what the fuck is going on, and giving space for people. It's like oh wow, like it's okay to share what's going on, and it's not weak to share about it. So I appreciate you. Well, yeah, I mean it's it's not that it's weak. I mean both of you mentioned even in this episode that it's empowering Mm -hmm. to voice your concerns and your opinions. Um, It's just our society has kind of either shunned or not really put a focus on that. And luckily with COVID and with kind of how our society has been progressing the last few years, it's been more of a focal point and it has gotten more awareness. It's not to the extent of where it should be, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, things progress over time. But it is nice knowing that these things are happening and it, there's more focus on therapy nowadays. There's more services available, especially during COVID. A lot of these online services grew um, that focused more on therapy and counseling. So it is an industry that is growing. Um, and it's nice to see both of you kind of being a part of that space. Hey, it's beautiful, man. So we want to, what do we want to talk about? Some, some, some passion when we, we talk, talk about, about uh, yeah, let's talk about our passions. Obviously yeah. we all have a shared passion in photography. Yeah. Um, for me, that was my outlet mm-hmm. kind of growing up. Photography was one of my outlets, I should say. Um, you know, there's something about capturing moments. I know it's very cliche for a photographer to say that, but capturing, capturing the mundane things that are happening in our lives, things we would forget, things that we don't necessarily appreciate now, but over time, as time progresses, we're going to remember those little events. You know, you guys are going to remember the dog that was hanging on the roof. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know? I forgot about that picture. (laughs) And it's just like capturing that little snippet, that moment in time will bring you back to when you were hanging out on the couch on your podcast and there was a dog just barking on the roof. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny. <laughs> there's actually so a few episodes that there's a dog barking and he's actually <laughs> on the roof doing that. <laughs> See, those, those are the little moments that I really appreciate about photography. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's just what photography meant for me. Mm-hmm. You know, if you guys can share what you guys think about it. Um, well, I just started in, in January. So really? I haven't really been doing it for that long. 
Um, what but got like, you into it? Huh? What got you into it? Uh, it was <laughs> well, the wait. I was jealous of someone jealous. else. I was jealous because someone else was doing it. I was like, man, I want to do that too. And I was like, because <laughs> I've, I've, I've never saw myself as a creative person. I just, I was a very black and white kind of guy. And that's just the way I grew up. Um, like the passion that I had before that was like skateboarding. Like I love skateboarding. I like the artistic of it. I love the, just the flow that you get in when you skateboard, like nothing matters. Like you're just in the zone and like, it's just you and the skateboard and whatever you're, you're, you're skating on. It's like, and so when I got into photography through jealousy or envy, I should say envy, I was envious of someone else that they just picked up the camera and just made it their passion and they just got really good at it. I was like, I want to do that. Why can't I do that? And so I just picked up a camera and started doing it. And just like that same flow that I experienced with skateboarding is the exact same flow that I feel with photography. It's just like when I just grab the camera and I go, I'm just like, I don't care about anything else. Like I don't, care about my phone i don't care about what happened today what happened what's gonna happen tomorrow i just like i'm in the flow of just being present with what's in front of me and i think we shared i talked to you about this where like since i got into it like i see so much more now than i've ever seen yeah uh, you mentioned the other day you noticed these flowers Mm -hmm. that would grow in oakland and you just mentioned to me you know i'm noticing them out every time i go out yeah that's pretty interesting once you have like this lens this Mm -hmm. you know this kind of creative eye you start to recognize things and Mm -hmm. patterns that kind of stick out to you and it's funny you say that because there is a book that we talked about it talks about like we all have channels right and we're all programmed to see a certain channel because that's what we've been conditioned to see so now that i'm dabbling into these other outlets i'm changing my channel to other things that I've never been able to view because I've just been in my channel. So it just ties in really well with what you just talked about. It's like I'm seeing a whole different world through a whole different lens. And it's just out of authenticity and just being open and just like out of love. I mean, that's it's I didn't never thought I'd be a photographer. I never thought I would be passionate about photography, but like I've always envied people and I appreciate people's creative outlet and how they could just paint a picture and just and just like just be just i don't know just like it was just beautiful and like now i can do that not actually i'm doing that now and it's um it's awesome bro it's just it's it's just beautiful and like when we go out shooting it's like it's just natural we just go out there and just shoot and have a good time i eat burritos and <laughs> talk all the shit <laughs> true yeah. true you guys are both looking at me. Uh, <laughs> we've already talked, bro. Yeah, yes, what about yes, you, yes. man? What, what about photography or videography? Yeah. You know, I, like? I, I remember when Jose was like, I want to do the thing. And we were just out of conversation. like, well, why don't you? Yeah. Who's, and then I brought it back on you. I was like, what stopping you? You are from that book. Yeah, you yeah talked it's about. the book it talks about that. So I'm happy that you are literally embodying what you were envious about not mm-hmm. five, six months ago. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. It's just only been a few months ago. <laughs> For me, um, it's play. That's the der- derivative of it. I have operated my life in such a way that perfectionism usually overwhelmed my personality so that I never really got to play. So I have a lot of hobbies or outlets, such as like working on cars and skateboarding. You know, me and Jose go way back in skateboarding. So that's sort of where it started, right? 
mom gave me a skateboard to get the hell out the house and i was like i went down to the local home depot on hercules and like that's what i was just about to skate at the time and i started learning right being some, something that got you present right something that makes you feel like oh i, I gotta do this at this exact moment so the board flips this way so it don't hit myself in the nuts again <laughs> it's learning and being present and then from there there was a group of older skaters they they would record they're like uh, semi-professional cameras and they were editing videos and I was like, oh, and it caught my attention. So I started emulating what they were doing with like the not so professional cameras that I had. I had a little camcorder and we made our own little skate team and I was a broke like high school boredom. kid. So we literally called it boredom spelled incorrectly. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, oh, seven, bro. <laughs> I, I still have the videos on YouTube. Do you really? I, I I had to take them down because it was cringy. It was so Bro, cringy. Oh no! I want the best ones. What are you talking about? So, from that, it spawned this creative like energy of like I want to play more, right? I want to I want to record things and like show people what I see. And I started sort of viewing my eye as what composition would the lens see, similar to what you guys are sort of, sort of saying, right? And at that time I was actually abusing a lot of substances. So I was kind of gone off the rocker and like a lot of stuff didn't get done, but the videos that did get done, they're kind of like, you, you really got immersed in like what I was seeing. Right. Then it just went dormant for a while and started getting to the workforce, getting money, getting cars, same flow. I talk about them previous, previous episodes. Segue to recently, um, this spawned off of your envy and starting in this. You're like, I'm going to get a camera. I was like, you know what? I'm going to get a camera yeah. too. <laughs> so it's, it's sort of that, that co-regulation thing. I was like, well, he's going to invest in himself. I can invest in myself. And then I made that, that purchase, and I talked about it in previous episodes, of it's an investment for myself, right? And besides the monetary value, I'm like, what experiences would this unlock? From that... Uh, I, I originally wanted to just do videography and I used, um, when you wanted to go out shooting Jose, uh, as a time to just trial that out and like, just get comfortable with it. And it helped me like see things through that lens again, you know, as you were learning it, I was remembering and I was trying to learn how to use all these settings. I didn't know what the hell they were before. <laughs> what are those? And, and through like that, getting me out there um and then also getting comfortable with the videography learning like shutter speeds and frame rates and like just adding another layer on top of it and then getting a drone and i'm like god damn i could actually do something it, it would turn from play to like i want to show everyone what i see you know those those that are available to see that will resonate with it you know and then another uh spinoff from one of our episodes making of a community from you uh and Christian communicating, uh, a small community started gathering. So then when Chris, yourself, Christian, Jose, and like the other th three, four, I don't know, they're all watching you, Jose, right? And you created this photography community, and I was like, oh, I want to play, and then we just send it. And I enjoy sort of going out as a group, like we did on like Cinco de Mayo, and some of the pictures you had are, are awesome, Christian. Thanks. Thanks. Um, and... It felt like this this game of, I don't know, I get lot in the inner child comes out and it feels like I'm this little sniper. I just go, oh, she got a freaking digital camera, but I go, 
Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm one of the only digital. Am I only? Am I, no, I'm he's the, digital too. I did digital. You did but, uh, okay. Yeah. But it's mainly for like portraits. And I stuff. think Selfie did digital too. I feel like a lot of people start out with digital, yeah. but I started with iPhone. <laughs> well, I mean, iPhone's technically digital, yeah. but the reason a lot of people now are gravitating towards film, or even going back to those, you know, garbage camcorders we would get. <laughs> yeah, people actually are using that look primarily for the nostalgia it is kind of that childlike reaction of oh there's something about this aesthetic there's something about it that brings me back to those memories to those memories of being a child i mean looking at our parents pictures when they took you know whatever family gathering picture there's a certain look and aesthetic to it that can only be replicated with film or even these you know bad digital things that we're growing an appreciation for now because maybe at the time we didn't necessarily appreciate it um but yeah it's been good forming this mini community getting to know both of you and some of the other members of the community Uh, it's been fun overall as you're talking about nostalgia my brain uh, went into I like watching these lo-fi videos on YouTube because uh, there's no no voice. It's just beats. All, and then, like, there's one particular guy. His name's Ryan Celsius Sounds. And he, it showed a behind the scenes of him making all these videos. He's got, like, these old-school MDI, like, boards and, like, freaking... He's got video channels going to other things. And he'll distort it specifically so that... I don't know if you've ever seen these lo-fi videos, but it's just like VHS tour quality and it's like static, like robot chicken used to go and go to the next thing. It's similar to that. And I was like, I kind of like that and it's something soothing about it. But you mentioning the nostalgia for it, that, that makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, a lot of, yeah, a lot of art nowadays is done primarily to focus on the nostalgia. A lot of famous, uh, you know, musicians, they use film photographers all the time because there's a certain look to it. Um, there's a certain aesthetic. Uh, one of the people that inspire me a lot, I really love their work, is Nan Golden. Um, they had a rough upbringing, and they had kind of a interesting situation unfold. There was a lot of drug abuse going on in her friend group, um, and just her primary focus wasn't necessarily in perfecting photography. It was just capturing what was happening in front of her, whether that was emotions, um, falling out, falling in love, falling out of love. And there's a certain look to their photos that you can relate to. You can relate to those emotions. It's not perfect by any means. You know, it's a room full of beer bottles or, you know, someone, crying over a toilet you know it's these certain feelings and emotions that you can relate to you can put yourself in their subjects view and that's kind of what i attempt to emulate in my work or at least i try to draw what i'm feeling and try to capture those emotions and then i kind of tie it into music lyrics for me music has always been one of my other passions, one of my other outlets is music. Uh, if people know me growing up, I was a drummer growing up, uh, focused a lot in percussion, and I always had this appreciation for music. So I use photography kind of 
to intertwine those two passions of my love for music and my love for photography. That's beautiful, dude. That's a really Thanks. good blend. Thank you. I try. <laughs> <laughs> That's a full send, bro. <laughs> send it. Um, it, it's like in all the things that we talked about, it all connects together, right? And it's like having a human experience. And just you talking about that, um, the artist that inspires you is like, you can feel that because it's authentic. It's a person being real and just having a human experience. Regardless if you went through that experience or not, that could be you too. And I think that's just what brings the the realness of that picture and capturing that moment for what it is. Because um, as you're describing these photos that the person was taking, I was like, fuck, like, I remember I've been through some shit like that. So I could put myself in that situation. And I was like, yeah, that feels all real. Yeah, so, I can. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if you're aware of her work or their work. I should say. I will follow but, her soon. Uh, well, they're pretty well recognized. I should say they're a fairly established photographer. Um, she's got her art all over the world. Um, I think it's primarily in London. I don't quite remember the last time her exhibits were in, but I'll share some of my work with both of you. Um, but yeah, there's a certain aesthetic to it where, yeah, you can just relate to it. Uh, we've all been in those dingy rooms with beer bottles everywhere. And you're like, what am I doing in this situation? Why am I here? But now imagine if you Jose at that point in time in your life, if you had a camera and you could capture the, what was happening around you. That's kind of how I view Instagram. Like, I don't remember a lot of the memories that I had prior to five years ago from before being sober. So then I, I kind of reference my Instagram or, you know, Facebook. These pictures hold some sort of, I don't want to say nostalgia, but like it, it invokes an emotion of like, this is where I was at this point in my time, my life. That's That's what you're talking about. Like, we may not understand the actual picture, but the authenticity of the energy of the emotion that that person was viewing in that time like i resonate with that everyone has emotions but to have a composition of something that invokes an emotion i think this takes some artistic flair into it which is what you're pointing out right everyone has different sort of creative outlets being a photographer is you're putting like your photos are freaking awesome like I, I repost a lot of them because I'm like, ah, oh, that's fucking dope. We have and people uh, hitting us up, bro. They're like, damn, I like this talented artist. Uh oh. Shout. Yikes. So uh, Shout uh, the ladies. Uh, Sheesh. <laughs> Sheesh. Around around this is like, I appreciate that. I want other people to see that because that's what it invokes for me, right? Even if it's just a, a simple repost, I'm like, I like that aesthetic that you are bringing to this. Especially the double exposure with the freaking, I, you know, I like to surround myself with people that they have their own flair. And through this weird form of symbiosis, like I end up gravitating towards that and I expand myself, you know, as I guess in a way that's sort of selfish, but also like helping support the community. It's a symbiotic relationship. That's the way I like to look at it. True, yeah. And there's a lot of, you know, I get a lot of inspiration from local photographers. I can't take all the credit. Um, you know, a lot of art is a copy of a copy. It's a pretty famous quote. 
Um, but yeah, there's a lot of local photographers that I appreciate their work too. Um, one of our friends, Sophie. Yeah, yeah. She has to just text me. She's like, what are you guys doing after this? Let's <laughs> <laughs> go take a walk. You know? Shout out yeah, at Mundane Details. Um, yeah. Mundane Details. Details. Um, Full of details. There's a lot of people in San Jose. A lot of people in Oakland, San Francisco. Their work's just fire. There's some about it that I connect with being local because I'm kind of seeing my environment through their eyes, if you could say. Um, so I'm always in Oakland, but these other photographers are capturing things happening in Oakland that I'm not around. Uh, same with San Francisco. Same with even my neck of the woods, you know, in Contra Costa. Rodeo. Rodeo. Ciao. Ciao. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of Coco like... Coco County. Coco, Coco County. It reminds me of the... One Coco Post now. Yikes. So with my... You have to work that one out. <laughs> my uh, passion in cars is sort of similar because then like you get to see people building something out in a different part of the Bay Area and you're like, we're all in the same general greater 50 mile area, but like this is what's going on here and there. That's interesting. They're noticing a different sort of niche communities. It's the similar structure. There's a huge passion for something that is a common bond. With that, then there's networking, social media, and all this tech stuff. Like, it makes that possible to get it much quicker. I think it's fucking beautiful. Well, I think that's how you create, like, bonds within communities. I mean, when we went to the Cinco de Mayo, we saw, well, you saw people that you follow on Instagram. Oh, and yeah. they're like, hey, Christian. And then, like, and then some <laughs> Stacy was like, hey, aren't you Jose? I was like, oh, yeah. And then we just started connecting with people. I was like, oh, wow, yeah, we follow you. We like yeah, each other's photos. It's and so funny it. when you meet a fellow photographer and they already follow you. You're like, oh, you're actually this person? What? Yeah. Hello? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I already follow you. That's, that's dope. <laughs> yeah. I like your stuff. Yeah. So um, since I've gotten into this community, it's been like a beautiful um, process, beautiful experience. Uh, I mean, like, just the fact that people like my perspective they're like hey i really like how you frame this and how you your view of this subject and i was like oh wow like thank you i didn't really think about it in their scope um and it's just i don't know it's just like it's like a, a sense of validation but also a sense of appreciation of like what i'm bringing to the world with this avenue because we have different avenues in the way we can do that i mean this is one of them you know, doing a podcast. Right. Yeah. It's definitely one of them. Uh, for me, politics is also pretty huge. Um, world politics. So I try to introduce that in little tidbits in my film. I'm pretty politically active. I wouldn't consider myself an activist, but I like to bring awareness to the topics that are important to me, uh, to my community. So if anyone follows my page, they might see subjects that I support or, um, different, you know, protests I might be involved in, uh, those types of nature. So that's kind of how I'm mixing a lot of my passions together is with photography. It kind of all ties into that. Yeah, I've been, lately I've been trying to introduce more of my, like, life coaching stuff and what I'm learning through, like, psychology. So I've been slowly integrating some of my work into my photos because... I like to express what I'm learning through my photos as well, too. Um, so, yeah, I like how you're doing that with the politics stuff. Yeah, politics are important, at least to me. Um, 
I feel like it should be important to everyone. Yeah. Um, because a lot of the decisions that are made in our life revolve it's based around. Off yeah. It's based off politics. Yeah. So, trying to get that awareness out. Um, and obviously there's dis- disagreements. Politics is a pretty hot button topic. Well, that's what they're about, right? Everyone's have their own. Everyone has their own opinion, <laughs> and luckily, I live in a in a society where I'm able to voice my opinion freely. Um, for whatever that might be, when we start involving Instagram and all these other corporations into who can police our voice, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, that goes into the whole censoring police and stuff like that. It seems like a lot of people have been censored and depending on what they're talking about whether it's you know covid or any other things and it could be covid it could be yeah, anything yeah because i've had some conversation with some people of like their shit getting censored and it's like i thought this was supposed to be a place where we could just share you know and like not like yeah i don't know censored. if any of you had to deal with it for the podcast you know luckily we have not yeah shocking <laughs> I mean, I've been shadow banned on Instagram and then they <laughs> took down some posts from like a year ago on COVID stuff. I'm just like, you guys are late and incorrect. Like this is, you know, I think on our, uh, on our podcast, since we're not monetized, like we have a lot more rights for freedom of speech. Whereas when it gets into monetization, then it, you get into a different tier, at least from my looking into it. But I do support freedom of speech. Like the amendments were there for a, a reason, right? Sometimes I take that too far and I'm just like, if I get pulled over in the carpool lane, I was like, you're violating one of my amendments of freedom of travel. <laughs> that's All right, right, dude. <laughs> I don't know about that one. I don't want to go that far. Yeah, I mean, that's not going to, that's not going to fly, bro. Um, <laughs> but no, it's, it's very great. You, you two are opening up the space to your close friends, uh, members in the community you're building. Um, whether it be men's health, photography, it doesn't quite matter. It's nice to know that there's this environment not just for me but for other people that are willing to reach out so i gotta commend both of you for that it's pretty great i appreciate you tuning into our podcast and like wanted to contribute into our podcast thank you for having me yeah i wanted to touch on that i appreciate you voicing that considering i have been more advocating that given how this platform has giving me empowerment around me walking through issues about me being vulnerable at a public level and to see it come to fruition where I can learn more about yourself and like me not knowing what's going on with you at a very individual level, you coming on here, being vulnerable and saying, I am going through similar things. And then this is a space that you feel safe and comfortable in. That's high key important. I advocate like, uh, safe spaces specifically for like men's health, like men's groups and like all these things. I'm seeing them pop up like, like a lot over the nation, especially this last year, right? Cause mental, we, we had an episode around that. It was like mental health uh, in this shelter in place had taken a decline. So it was either there was a higher rates of overdosing, suicides, etc. But there was an almost equal increase in amount of people reaching out for community you know other ways that this came to fruition was groups such as men's groups other mental health groups coming together and forming so i see a trend going upwards in the awareness of men's mental health similar to like a i don't know like the the support uh, that women's rights movements have had for themselves 
I see similar things happening for men's mental health. Like we, we all deserve to be happy and be able to feel authentic and breaking away from a culture of society that that wasn't allowed or felt like it wasn't allowed because it's an undertone of not acceptance. Yeah. But it's right? not part of the agenda. That's why you need this goes this can go so deep yeah. real quick <laughs> yeah, yeah. so uh, i i appreciate you voicing that and uh stepping out of your own comfort zone because that takes a lot of courage to do I, I speaking for myself me even doing this here sitting on here talking to the couch yeah like it takes courage to do things that your body may be saying like no don't do that you're gonna die don't do that <laughs> but you do you're like this is safe brain quiet for a little bit let me see if this feels right and by yeah. walking through it i support that yeah thanks yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i should have captured that moment actually <laughs> um yeah we got some of our cameras out right now yeah. um do we want to keep talking or do you just want to wrap it up where are we at, Derek? Yeah, I think that's. Could uh, wrap things up. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, do like that commercial and wrap it up, young. <laughs> All right, Jose. Can you I do, do wrap it up, now? bro. <laughs> I just got a brand new box. <laughs> <laughs> talking about what was the episode? What was the episode you were talking about? You were listening bro, the other day. It was um the dating one. You talked about whipping it out on me. <laughs> Oh All right. God. Well, it sounds like I might be on again to discuss some of this trauma these two have on dating. <laughs> Part two, traumatized. After Part two, first episode. <laughs> All right. Well, with that being said, uh, I guess I'll take us out. So, thank you all for joining us on this pilot of having a guest on. Yeah, uh, special guest. Special guest, Christian. Uh, you can also f see some of his work on Instagram at Lopez 360 Check it out. Share. Fire. Comment on his stuff that you like so it can give him energy to create more. Mindfully hit him up on his DMs. Nah, send that shit. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> thank you for having me, you too. It was a pleasure speaking with you, like always. Um, thanks for opening up this space. And hopefully I'll be back. Hopefully we'll get more guests on. Talk more. Thanks. Yes, we will. Uh, honestly, this is actually a pretty good uh, flow. Um, we're like, oh shit, we usually don't have three people, but like this went really fucking smooth. So thank you for allowing this nucleus energy just flow the way it was supposed to flow. And we appreciate you being on here. Oh yeah. So if you want to also hit me and Jose up or mindfully. Yeah, mindfully <laughs> not send that shit yeah you can send me little hearts uh hit us up on instagram jose at jose aka che myself at asg240 or on the mutual podcast page at hello spiritual podcast and a huge shout out to derek who derek. came in clutch with this giant box this thing is massive of cord <laughs> compatible i don't even know what you call it, interface <laughs> It's a, there was a picture I posted on the story to make all of this possible, and he's monitoring all of our voices simultaneously. You can hit him up on his email because he likes to take social media. Oh yeah, occasionally. he don't have social media no more. He he goes back and forth. Hit him up at Derek Snydeker Sound at gmail dot com. That is Derek S N E D I K E R Sound at gmail.com and when he reactivates his Instagram because I know he will because I tagged him in a bunch of stuff at D underscore S-N-E-D dot wave so until the next one peace peace
Oh.